wife seems crushed by a death, a terminal illness, or any other threat of this world, you can be strengthened in your inner man by the power of the risen Christ and walk in the revelation knowledge that Christ lives in you. You've been called to live in God's strength to stand against the very power of hell. Thanks for joining us on Life Journeys, a podcast about thriving through the worst pain that life brings. With global initiatives threatening big changes to our way of life, we're going to need to activate Jesus' words about mountain-moving faith. Words That Work is the ongoing series on life journeys that is rooted in releasing revelational words of faith that will work every time and with everyone. It's about moving the mountains that keep us from the presence and goodness of God. It's about defining our life purpose and identity through encountering Him. Until we have the power to move the obstacles that are destroying our liberty and hope, strengthened with all might by his spirit in the inner man according to his glorious power and by the riches of his glory that's what paul prays in ephesians and colossians now the question is what does this look like how do you touch this a police officer entered an apartment that she thought was hers but she was a floor beneath hers when she saw a man in what she thought was her place she drew her weapon and told him to freeze. He didn't, so she fired and killed him. An innocent man. She was convicted of murder and sentenced to ten years in prison for her horrible mistake. At sentencing, the brother of the deceased took the stand for an impact statement. He said, I forgive you. I wish you no ill will and that you didn't have to go to jail. That's how my brother would have wanted it. I just hope that you will accept Christ. There was not a dry eye in the courtroom, as he then went to her and gave her a hug and wept with her. It was then that the judge came and gave her a hug and a Bible. Social media exploded, because it's something the world just doesn't comprehend. That's what it's like to be strengthened in the inner man. And this is where I want to live. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. You see, Paul prays in Ephesians there that we have a spirit of revelation, not just book learning. He prays that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know the hope of his calling and the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe, according to the working of his mighty power that raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion. So again, what does this look like? When I started getting weighed down because of overwhelming fatigue that is so deep, it, it feels good to stop breathing and just rest for a moment. I find there that my hope has subtly shifted more to staying in this world than to going to heaven. 
I'm longing for more days here than the eternal days of glory, it seems. So I make the conscious shift of desire from struggling to feel better physically to striving to see Jesus' life more clearly. As I look up and seek my life that is above, hidden with God in Christ, my joy starts to rise. My hope starts to take over, and I sense the glory of God start to give me inner strength. I have just shifted my grip from this world to the next, from human capacity to indestructible life. And suddenly, I know I'm not sicker or weaker. I'm closer, so close that I can sense the growing presence of God. All is well. I no longer struggle with my condition mentally and emotionally just beneath a conscious level. Satan can no longer manipulate me, because you can't threaten a Christian with death. I can actually enjoy the day without feeling like my plans must again be put on hold. And it's from this spiritual vantage point that I can live each day with joy as it has been intended. You see, what Paul is praying for is a spirit of revelation, not education, and not men's religious doctrine. The question is what the answer to his prayer would look like. Some have thought it must refer to having the resurrection power to raise the dead and heal the sick and walk in physical victories. But Paul doesn't state specifically what the answer to this prayer would look like because it's not intended to be put in a box in some doctrinal foundation or material miracle. Ultimately, Paul's goal in Ephesians is to exalt Christ, not to give people victory from opposition, whether it be financial, physical healing, or relational. It's to live in the revelation knowledge of Christ. It's about having a spirit of revelation. It's about having a heart that sees by what some would call supernatural eyes. It's about living in a spiritual dimension where a revelation relationship with the glory of Christ has become the impetus for life. It's to have an indestructible hope that lives where death can't go. To live in the glory of God's presence where His majesty defines life by grace alone. And to walk in faith according to what it would look like to live in the assurance of resurrection and exaltation to the right hand of God, while you yet live in a world of corruption and death. It's to have the countenance of divine victory housed in a human soul. Now, that's a real mouthful, and it requires living heart-to-heart with God. In other words, you not only live like there is a God, but you live as one who is walking with your hand in his, eye to eye, face to face. You live according to this revelation as one who is with Christ above all principalities, powers, and might, and dominion. That's what Paul prays. You don't take your cue from accusations, misery, fear, insult, disrespect, injustice, or even death itself. You live by the power that can cause you to forgive the police officer who just shot your own brother. Neither death 
nor disease, nor demon need overcome the hope of the child of God. Though the body speaks disease, the government speaks overreach, the enemy speaks destruction, the power of the risen Christ calls out your victory over all the world. That's what determines the mind, emotions, and intentions of those risen with Christ into heavenly places. The Bible says that it is the power that is at work towards you. And let me add, it's not as hard as it sounds because it's not your power. It's the power of Christ in you when you simply say, Lord, I want to spend this time with you face to face. But there's more. In Ephesians 3, Paul doubles down on his purpose to live in revelation knowledge, the knowledge of the mystery of Christ in you, until you have an intimate fellowship in this. Paul then says, My tribulation is your glory, for in it is this power on full display. Therefore be strengthened, he says, with might by his Spirit, and comprehend which means to, to take to yourself in full acceptance and comprehend the length, the breadth, the depth, and the height, being rooted and grounded in love, not in fear or pride or defensiveness or revenge or selfishness or any other corrupt thing. He says, find the revelation power in your inner man that causes you to love no matter what. Now listen. It's here that this passage reveals your very reason for being in this world. It is that all the powers in heavenly places might know the greatness of this wisdom of God. He says, To the intent that now unto the principalities and powers in heavenly places might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of God, according to the eternal purpose which he purposed in Christ Jesus our Lord, in whom we have boldness, and access with confidence by faith in Him. Here is our all-encompassing purpose on earth, even in the midst of our tribulations. This is why we live and how we thrive, even in the worst of life's trials. We're here to have what seems like an extreme, even radical, faith in our access to the revelations of the power of Christ's life in us. It includes His glory his love, and all the fullness of God. Boldness here means our complete and divinely granted freedom of speech. Further, we have access with confidence through faith. Now, remember, Paul considered himself the least of all the saints. He was well aware that in his own human capacity and desires, he was literally a terrorist before he turned to Christ. Yet he had the distinction of being the preeminent apostle to the Gentiles of the grace and glory and power of the risen Savior. Never forget that when this world is trying to crush your worth in Christ, that's how radical our faith can be. That's its power over sin and shame. Central to this amazing Grace is the realization and revelation of our purpose on earth to declare to all the powers and initial forces that started the downfall of civilization and the creation of God. That's what principalities means 
beginning powers. We are here in all our frail humanity to rise up, to display to all the forces of darkness behind the curtain of our suffering and sinfulness that the champion of our eternal victory dwells in each of us who believe. In effect, we are declaring by our existence and our faith, Satan, you have lost. Sin is defeated and death has been overcome. The plunge of this world into devastation has been averted and Christ has beaten you and displayed it by the proof that we have overcome the darkness that is pressing in on us. That's your heritage and inheritance in Christ. It is for this cause that Paul prays for you and I that God would grant heaven's strength by the Holy Spirit in your inner man. Right down on the inside where you struggle as you awaken in the morning and realize you've just had a deep earthly setback and the devil's trying to shake you with fear or despair. Right there, the will of God is to grant the power of resurrection life in your very innermost being. His will is that you have strength of soul and inner fiber that can only be quantified by the riches of His glory. That you be so filled with Christ by faith that your nature is rooted and grounded and established in all the heights and depths of God, so that when you're crushed, the love of God comes out. When my memories seem like failing distant friends, or my body is screaming out that my hope is gone, I want to be strengthened with power by God's Spirit. I want to completely wrap my heart around the promise of strength that raises the dead when this world is crushing my peace until I know the peace that passes understanding. When the powers of darkness see you broken beneath their feet, they are intended to see the fullness of God rise up from your being, from the shaking that has happened to you until they know beyond a doubt that Christ Jesus has vanquished every enemy that you could ever face. It's by living in a revelation relationship with Christ that when your earthly life gets crushed, the power of Christ can come out by faith. God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that is at work in us. You can unlock the presence of God in your life. There are revelation principles that remove the mountains, keeping us from joy, hope, peace, and purpose when our world gets turned upside down. Look for these words that work with Pastor Hardica as he shares what has helped him when life got hard. And don't forget to check out his book, The Fortress and the Firebrand, available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Thanks for listening to Life Journeys. Find new episodes every Wednesday and Saturday. And if you're new to this series, it begins with the September 16th episode. When your life seems crushed by a death, a terminal illness, or any other threat of this world, you can be strengthened in your inner man by the power of the risen Christ and walk in the revelation knowledge that Christ lives in you. You've been called to live in God's strength to stand against the very power of hell.